0: Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. Today, we've got some big news, though, coming from the Coachella Valley Firebirds, our AHL affiliate, both an event and a defenseman. And we'll talk about that and so much more on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. You are locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are
1: the Seattle Kraken.
0: Happy Monday, Seattle hockey fans. Erica El-Ayala here, your host of Locked on Kraken. Locked on Kraken, of course, is brought to you by the Locked on Podcast Network, where we bring you your favorite team every single day. Thank you so much for those who were able to join over the weekend as I tested a new system that hopefully I can use for some Seattle Kraken watch-alongs. We were watching the PWHL. I enjoyed that. We'll do some more of that in the days and weeks to come. But today we are gonna focus on the Seattle Kraken and the Coachella Valley Firebirds because the Coachella Valley Firebirds were given the 2025 AHL All-Star Weekend. I have a special guest going to give me some more information on that. But also, just before I started recording today, we got some news, which if you are an everydayer or, or an OG or you kind of know, I was thinking might come. And that is that Riker Evans has been recalled from Coachella Valley. Now, I remember when Riker was reassigned to Coachella Valley right before the Winter Classic, actually. And uh, a bummer for him and for us, we weren't able to see him in the Winter Classic. But I had the sense that we would see Riker again. And we know that there are definitely some changes to the roster coming eventually with regard to Jaden Schwartz. But the Seattle Kraken are on a long road trip. And to have that seventh defenseman, probably a good look. So that was announced at the time I'm recording, I'd say almost an hour ago. So Riker back with the Seattle Kraken. I do think this is where he belongs. I had a feeling that some of his movement had to do with just the Seattle Kraken being in a position where, you know, they, um, They uh, had some players coming back, had to figure out some salary cap stuff, have to figure out what they're going to do with defensemen overall. So I think it is good to see Riker back. We're going to talk about the schedule coming up. But first, I want to let you know that today's episode of Locked on Kraken on the Locked on Podcast Network is brought to you by our friends at Sleeper, uh, Sleeper app app. If you head over there and you use promo code LOCKEDONNHL, you will get a $100 match on your first deposit. Now, I do use Sleeper, and I'm really excited to select my picks for the upcoming Seattle Kraken games. But remember that terms and conditions apply, so make sure you see Sleeper's terms of use for details. But remember, go to Sleeper, in the Sleeper app, and use promo code Locked on NHL. That's L O C K E D O N N H L, and get up to a one hundred dollar match on your first deposit. And so with. With the news that Riker's coming, it does call into question, what are we going to see on the defensive side? But it also is something that I want to talk about with regard to just some of the lines that we've been seeing roll out for the Seattle Kraken. So the Kraken have been practicing, which you know I personally love. They have been getting in a good amount of practice, and that's something that Yanni Gord has talked about in the the last few days. That's something that Dave Haxtell has talked about in the coming in the last few days, because it's tough in a season to balance getting enough rest for your guys versus getting enough practice. And right now, you know, we are a team that has some guys that have been out of the lineup, but we're expecting some guys back. And so the other day on January 6th, uh, Mike Benton, at practice, and let's focus on the D pairs because we know that Riker is expected to be that seventh defenseman. So you have Dunn and Larson. I don't think that combo is going anywhere anytime soon. Then you have Alexiak borgen same situation. Then Dumoulin-Schultz. And this is where things get interesting. What we've been seeing when Riker makes the lineup is that he plays with Dumoulin. Um, And I think... What we're seeing also is that Justin Schultz trying to make a case to maybe get some of that ice time. I did think in some of the games, even uh, post-Winter Classic, there were just a few little brush-ups here and there that I saw with uh, Justin Schultz on the ice. Not anything major, but it's a tight roster right now. And so are those little things going to be the things that keep Justin out that put Riker in or vice versa. And that's what I'm going to be looking for for the next handful of days. I don't think we're going to see too much change there, but I do want to talk about the forward lines, even though the news, of course, is that Riker Evans has been recalled from Coachella Valley. Let's talk about the, the projected lines, or again, going off of what Mike Benton saw as the line rushes at practice on January 6th, which was over the weekend. Let's see maybe where... We're going to see some changes here because Jaden Schwartz, I reported this last week, is day to day and is expected to travel. I mentioned also, if you watched over the weekend on the live stream, that Philip Grubauer not expected to travel with the team. But here we go. So we have that top line, which has been the top line now for a couple of weeks, a couple of games. And that's Tomas Tatar, Maddie Beneers and Jordan Everly. Then you have, at practice, we saw Jaden Schwartz slot in on the left side alongside Alex Wenberg and Brandon Tanev. That leaves Tolvanen, Gord, and Bjorkstrand. I don't think I mentioned this, but I guess it was our last game. I'm trying to remember, against Ottawa. And I think it was Nick. It was actually Nick and Eddie. I find it so hilarious. I don't know if anyone else picked up on this. I didn't hear Eddie if he did say it first, but I heard Nick in an intermission break down why... Um, I think he was talking about, if I remember correctly, he was talking about what happens when you're playing in front of a fresh goaltender. I guess they're talking about Drieger or like going back and forth between Drieger and Decord. And they talked about when you have a, def- a, a goalie who moves the puck like Joey Dax does, what that means from a, a defensive side and, and what that allows you to do. And then I thought it was so interesting and maybe a little weird that, almost word for word, what Nick Olchek said in the intermission, Eddie Olchek then said on the broadcast. And I feel like maybe it's one of those things, I don't have a twin sister, I have sisters who are twins, but even if you have siblings or like close cousins, or even your mom and other family members, I guess, sometimes because you're around each other so much, you tend to look at things the same. So I don't know if it was that, or I don't know if they're sharing notes. I don't know what was going on, but I was like, wait, didn't we just hear that? It was just a little strange. Uh, but anyway, all that to say. <laughs> the the reason I brought that up is because Nick Olchek had some great commentary. So did Allison, actually. And I tweeted out after Allison's commentary because I've been noticing, I'm just saying, that things that we talk about here on the podcast end up on the broadcast. And I am by no means saying, I don't even know if anyone on the broadcast listens to the show. If you do, hey, hi, thanks so much for listening in. But my point is that I, It gets me excited when I hear things that we talk about here on the show and we're a a daily show, right? Monday through Friday, most, most weeks. Um, And to hear what we talk about on the broadcast, that just means that there's some symmetry between what I'm seeing and how the team broadcasters are breaking things down. And one of the things that Nick was really high on, on that last broadcast was the effectiveness of the third line, I've been telling you that since training camp that I like Tolvin and Gord, and Bjorkstrand. Now Oliver Bjorkstrand, as we mentioned last week, is our all-star for the Seattle Kraken. So who else is going to go with him? I don't know. I know there's uh, some campaigns for Vince Dunn for the fan vote. There's some campaigns for um, Joy DeCord for the fan vote. I think either one would be a lot of fun. Also, I might throw in Adam Larson because okay. I don't really think Adam would go, but uh, I think Adam Larson deserves some love. He's like the quiet, uh, under the radar leader, and he, you know, he's playing sneakily well for us, which is exactly what we need him to do. Anyway, going back here, then to the to the lines that we saw uh, the line rushes that Mike Benton reported from uh, Saturday's practice, the sixth. The last group uh, was Burakovsky, Cartier, and McCann. Another thing I found really interesting is a lot of people picking up that McCann is centering that line. Dave has been talking about that. Coach Hack has been talking about just giving a little bit more responsibility to Cartier. He wants to maybe see him on specialty teams a little bit more, but also Andre Burakovsky talking about the impact of Ty Cartier there. So that leaves, at least as of right now, when you slot in Jaden Schwartz into practices anyway, that you have two odd forwards out. And right now, that's Devin Shore and Kyler Yamamoto. Bad problem to have, good problem to have. On On the good problem to have is that Shore and Yamamoto have already proved that they can be effective this season. That's the good problem. The bad problem is if you give Shure and Yamamoto time, that means you're not getting, in this case, Jaden Schwartz and Burakovsky reps coming off of an injury. That's massively important. And those are veteran guys that we're expecting to perform. But also on the bad good side of things or the bad problem (laughs) is the the flip side of that promising young talent that's not slotting into the lineup. Now, I do think both Shore and Yamamoto, again, have proven what they can do. Yamamoto in particular has been um, pliable, flexible. Um, He's been able to fill in gaps. I mean, everyone on the roster who's been healthy air quotes, has been able to do that. And again, it's just a problem to have. But on the good problem side, it goes to the depth of the Seattle Kraken right now. So I'm glad that we're having practices and a part of that is because this is going to give the coaches an opportunity to tinker around in practice and then also use that practice time to integrate guys into whatever position they're going to be expected to play as we go on the road. So just something to keep a look and an eye out for. We will definitely keep talking about that on Locked on Kraken. We've got a handful of games coming up here. I mentioned on the live stream that I'm expecting to catch up with the team while they're in New York. I'm actually in New York right now. And um, so I will have some more reporting on that, but we'll get into that and so much more, including the AHL, our AHL affiliate hosting an all-star weekend coming up on Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken brought to you by our friends at Collective. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken brought to you by our friends at Collective. If you run a small business, I certainly do, you know that you are an army of one, but you still need good bookkeeping. You still need payroll solutions. There's still so many things that you need to do, even though you're only one person. And that's where Collective comes in. Let Collective take care of the paperwork while you take care of the business. They say, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. But as a freelancer... (laughs) <laughs> There's a lot of work that and a lot of jobs that you have to do. And again, collective is an option for freelancers, especially, or small business owners to take control of what is their passion and what drives their business while also making sure all of the other Business logistics are taken care of. So right now, Collective is offering one month free and no onboarding fee when you go to collective.com backslash locked on NHL and tell them locked on NHL sent you. That's a $550 value for free when you go to collective.com backslash locked on NHL and tell them locked on NHL sent you. That's collective.com backslash locked on NHL, and tell them Locked On NHL sent you. Thanks, as always, for making Locked On Kraken a part of your daily destination. And don't forget that Locked On Sports Today is the first 24-7 streaming YouTube channel dedicated to sports. You have all of your local experts here at the Locked On Podcast Network to bring you everything from the NFL to the NBA and, of course, the National Hockey League. What's going on with Connor Bedard? Four to six weeks with a broken jaw. Are the New Jersey Devils the most hated franchise in, uh, in the NHL? All of that and more you can hear our Locked On experts talk about as a part of the 24-7 streaming the 24 seven streaming YouTube channel locked on sports today. Let's talk a little bit about the Seattle Kraken. We have 10 consecutive games where we've earned a point. We have six consecutive wins, our longest of this season and potentially an opportunity to continue that stretch. Although we have to do it on the road and that will start tomorrow against the Buffalo Sabres. You'll get a game day episode tomorrow, but we're 16, 14, and nine right now. When it comes to the playoff picture, yes, the Seattle Kraken are back in the saddle in the wild card. Now, if we take a look at the Pacific division standings, the Seattle Kraken 41 points right now on the season, we trail the Vancouver Canucks, the Golden Knights, the Kings, and the Oilers. Those are your top four in the Pacific Division. Seattle at five with, again, that 16-14, nine record, 41 points overall. But when you take a look at the wild card, now I've told you we've got to watch out for those pesky Nashville Predators, but right now in the West for the wild card, the Seattle Kraken, are behind the Oilers and the Blues. And so some of that is because the Seattle Kraken, since the the game against Ottawa, we've had a few days off. So some of these other teams have been able to eclipse us. But we've got 39 games played right now. The Predators have 40 games played, and they right now hold that top wild card spot. They have 45 points. Again, the Oilers, they have actually fewer games in hand than us. So that's something to keep an eye on and more reason for us to continue the outright winning streak. But they have 41 points. They are 20 and 15. And then the St. Louis Blues are 20 and 17. All of us, Edmonton, the Blues, and the Seattle Blues sit at 41 points in the standings. Another thing that I haven't talked about in a while, and that is goal differential. We're at a minus nine. Now there were times where we were pushing uh, a negative 20 <laughs> in this season. So to see us at a minus nine, I like St. Louis blues are at a minus 11 plus 18 for the Oilers and plus one for Nashville. So just over breaking even. So as we look at the Seattle Kraken schedule coming up, I think we got to really take a look at where we can find wins. So as I mentioned, tomorrow, Tuesday, we're going to take on the Sabres on the road. Then we play the Capitals on Thursday and the Blue Jackets on Saturday. And so if you look at the, the Buffalo Sabres, Right now, they are 17-19-4, and four. so we enjoy a better record than them at the moment. Um, and so we've talked about it before, but being able to get wins against teams, uh, this is a, a, a Sabres team that's 7th in the Atlantic Division in the East, but also this is an Atlantic Division, uh, you know, that, that's doing all right. Um we we want to be able to win against teams that at least on paper or statistically speaking we should win against and that's buffalo for Sure. I mentioned also that we are going to be taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets. That's another game where you would like to think that the Seattle Kraken can get a win. Now, this is where it's interesting with the Washington Capitals. Right now, they have 44 points on the season. They're 19, 13, and 6. But they've struggled. They have a minus 23 goal differential. And they've kind of been an up and down team in the Metropolitan Division, which is a pretty good division there. Got the Rangers sitting at the top of the table there. The Blue Jackets also in that same division. Again, that's a game that we should be able to take care of, but we'll see what happens. Um, So I think this is going to be a good stretch. That's the first week of this two-week road trip. Then um, we'll start next week, a week from today, getting ready for a game day in Pittsburgh against the Penguins. A very interesting team, especially given what they did in the offseason. They got a former Pacific Division defenseman out there, and, well, we'll talk about it on Monday. I mentioned the Rangers game. That's a week from tomorrow. I'm expecting to be at that game, so I'll have some live coverage from the Kraken locker room for you. And then we take on the Oilers. So the second... That's not, if you're looking on YouTube, this is not two. Here we go. The second week of the two-week road trip, I think, is going to be the more challenging one. And it's already going to be a challenge because you're on the road. So I think it's going to be an interesting two weeks. I'd like to see us get as much done as possible on the front end, fresher legs. We're coming off of time where we've had practice together, all of those things. So this is a, a really critical stretch. Question of the day. Can the Seattle Kraken either match or exceed the longest winning streak in franchise history this week? I think we can. I really think we can. Dare I say, I even think we will. But we'll have a chance to talk about that. Coming up on today's episode of Locked on Kraken, I told you I have a special guest who's going to help me talk a little bit more about the news coming out of Coachella Valley. That's coming up on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken brought to you by our friends at Sleeper. mention mentioned it at the top of the show, but uh, Sleeper is definitely an app that I like to use when doing my daily fantasy hockey. And that's because with any new NHL season, it brings all kinds of possibilities. <laughs> you know, we've seen that Vince Dunn is our leading point scorer, but now with Andre Burakovsky back and healthy and getting his first goal of season, will that change? Could the Seattle Kraken actually make the playoffs and maybe even make a deeper run to the conference final? All of these things, we just have to play the games to figure it out. But if you want to use your knowledge that maybe you get from this very podcast on a day-to-day basis, then we suggest using Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey. Uh, Now, if you want to 100x your money, Sleeper is the way to go Um, because you can, whether you're talking NHL, NFL, MLB, or more, all you have to do to 100x your bet is correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. That's right, Kraken fans, just eight player stats, and you will 100x your first deposit. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Make sure you use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Of course, terms and conditions apply, so make sure you check out Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. But using code Locked nhl that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L, that will get you a $100 match on whatever your first deposit is. So again, make sure you use that promo code locked on NHL over at the sleeper app. And of course, listen to whether it's locked on Kraken, locked on NHL, or even locked on bets to help you make the right picks. All right, Kraken fans. All right, Kraken fans, we're gonna oh, land this plane, and we're gonna do so by talking about the Coachella Valley Firebirds. It is not a Firebirds Friday, but we got some news. And if you are a Locked On Kraken insider, or if you listen to the show, you probably heard JD Jason Hernandez and I teased this while we were at Kraken Community Iceplex when he photo bombed or podcast bombed me. He's not here that I know of. Uh, so no, no podcast bombing today, but he mentioned that there was some big news coming. And then if you are an insider, you got a text from me over the weekend about an hour or so before the news broke. And so now it's time to deliver the news, but I do have a special friend to help me share the news with you
1: what's going on you crack it in firebirds fans jason jd hernandez here from locked on anaheim ducks and the public address voice for the coachella valley firebirds with the big announcement that akrasher arena home of the coachella valley firebirds will be hosting the 2025 ahl all-star classic once again right here at akrasher arena The 2025 All-Star Classic will take place here, February 2nd and 3rd. Sunday the 2nd will have the All-Star Skills Competition. The 3rd will have the Hall of Fame Induction and Award Ceremony. And the All-Star Classic itself will be Monday night, February 3rd, 2025, here at AccraShare Arena. Once again, this is your public address announcer, Jason JD Hernandez, saying I hope to see you all here for the ahl all-star classic back to you erica thanks
0: so much for that jd i really appreciate when jd takes some time out to to be a part of our show here on locked on kraken we know that he has his own assignment with the anaheim ducks at least when it comes to podcasts but he's also one of us he's one of us he gets fired up. So I'm so grateful for him for sending over that special message. And just like he said, it's the all-star classic. You've got a hall of fame induction. You've got the actual um, uh, all-star challenge and then the game itself all happening. Um, So individual game tickets, will be on sale at a later date. But if you are a Firebirds season ticket holder, you will get first preference, and guarantee a seat for the 2025 All-Star Classic. Now, I still have yet to make my way to AcreShare, and... I've had a few narrow chances or or near misses, I guess I should say, where I thought I was going to be able to get out there and just didn't work out with the schedule. But uh, yeah, I'm thinking it's about time. And I cannot wait to see who we have playing in that AHL game. We've got a little ways. There's still a lot to figure out with our roster, including, I mean, where's Riker Evans going to be next year? Are we going to see him in the AHL All Star Classic? I'm thinking no, but it's a long ways away, over a year away, so we've got plenty of time to figure out how things are going to shake out for the Firebirds and how it'll impact both the Kraken and the Mavericks. So. We kind of used this Monday show to talk about the Firebirds, so on Friday I'll give you an update on our KC Mavericks. I love catching ECHL games when I can, but this week, while or for the next couple of weeks, while I'm on the road myself, my road trip is a little longer than the Seattle Kraken road trip, I'm going to be catching up with uh, Lenny Childs, who we saw was at practice just today. I'm going to be catching up with PWHL players and NCAA coaches. And, of course, I hope to catch up with the Kraken as they hit the East Coast on this two-week road trip. So we've got plenty coming up on Locked on Kraken. For those who listen every day, and if you're an og -er or a Locked on Kraken insider, thank you so much. We've seen some really great growth on this channel, and I cannot wait to continue to see growth. And if you're not already subscribed, make sure you do that. Also hit the notification bell because there are times that I go live, sometimes as our traditional shows on Monday through Friday, but I've also been uh, testing out going live on Saturdays in particular. Sometimes we'll talk PWHL, sometimes we'll talk uh, a little bit of everything. So you don't wanna miss those opportunities. The best way to do that is to subscribe and then hit the notification bell. Or if you just subscribe or go to Locked on Kraken on YouTube, you can look at the community tab. Anytime I have something that we have scheduled a few days in advance, you'll find it there. And then, of course, you got to become a Locked on Kraken insider. I mean, my Locked on Kraken insiders, you knew that this announcement was coming. I've been able to give you exclusive interviews for the ECHL Mavericks, for the AHL Firebirds, and of course for the NHL Kraken. So to become a Lockdown Kraken insider, text 918 731 3154. You get a 14 day free trial, and after that, it's less than a latte per month. That's our show. I'm here in New York City and still going to give you great hashtag. Kraken, Firebirds, and Mavericks content. But as always, I want to remind you to be kind to yourselves and to one another. And tomorrow especially, we say loud and proud. Well, first we say, hold fast, stay true. And then together we say loud and proud, let's go Kraken. I'll see you on the next episode of Locked on Kraken, which will be a game day episode. Until then, take care, enjoy the day, and